Amen. I said, Amen. Are we excited tonight? Let's lift our hands again and just pray. Father, we rejoice. Thank you for the privilege and the honor that we have to come boldly, to come humbly and respectfully before your holy written world. And we rejoice that the Spirit of God is at work in our hearts. Thank you for the joy of salvation and the assurance of salvation. Thank you for what Christ has done for us. And tonight, as we feast in the riches of your grace, as we feast in the unsearchable riches of Christ, I ask that the understanding of each one is flooded with light, veils full of clarity comes, your people built up, equipped, edified, and Jesus glorified. Thank you, Father, for answered prayer. In Jesus' precious name, and every believer sees a powerful amen. amen. Lift your right hands to heaven. Let's release our feet together. As we say these words, I am born of God. I am born of the word. The word of God is my nature. I do not struggle to do the word. I do the word naturally. Therefore, today, I will understand the word of his grace. I will be built up. By the end of this service, I will never be the same. Never ever be the same again. In Jesus' name, and every believer says a powerful amen. Well, want to welcome everybody to 30 Days of Glory 2021. Glory! Yeah, wherever you're watching our service or connected to the service tonight by way of, of, of Kingdom Life Network, by way of, you know, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, the social media brothers and sisters, we want to welcome every one of you to this great service and fellowship tonight. And all of the Aquaibom State community, we're glad to have all of you connected to the service. Wherever you're listening to us by way of Comfort FM, XL FM Radio, Aquaibom, Passion FM, Inspiration FM, and all of you that are listening tonight on Heritage FM, we're just glad to welcome all of you to this great fellowship of the saints in Christ. We wanted to call a friend, a loved one, ask them to tune to this radio station right now. Life is flowing through the airwaves. Let me also use the opportunity to ask all of you on social media to do us the same favor you've always done. Let's lighten the dark places of the earth together with the fragrance of Jesus' grace. Help us share the video. Join as many groups as possible. Share them in there. You know, tag some friends. And of course, drop them on monogram, telegram. Put them on WhatsApp group. Let's lighten the dark places of the earth. Our campus is around the world. What a joy and honor to welcome all of you brothers and sisters to the fellowship tonight. Oh my goodness, are we excited in the building to also fellowship in the world? Can we celebrate God's word with a shout? Glory! Grab your pen, your notebook, your Bible. You can be seated with your sweet, smart self tonight as we get into the word of his grace. Glory to God. The emphasis of the Holy Spirit in salvation. Soteria season 8. Mm -mm. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 19 to 22. 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 19 to 22. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, even by me and Silvanus and Timotheus, was not yea and nay, but in him was yea. Next verse. For all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. 21. Now he which established us with you in Christ and had anointed us is God. Next verse. And hath who had also sealed us and given the earnest of the spirit in our hearts. Can everybody say with me very loud, I am sealed by the Holy Ghost. And I have the earnest of the spirit in my heart 
Can I have a better amen? amen? Remember the radio audience want to also hear what you're saying. So let's do it one more time. I am sealed by the Holy Ghost. And I have the earnest of the Spirit in my heart right now. Amen. So we've been looking at the things of the Spirit and the things in the Spirit. And we've been looking at the things that belong to the believer in the Spirit. We've taken time to establish that, that the word salvation, which is what is we, what we call the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Free gift of God, the salvation freely given by Jesus, can also be called the gift of the Spirit. The gift of the Spirit. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 1. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I will not have you ignorant. I will not have you ignorant. The next verse 2. You know that you were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols. Only you know today I was just thinking. <laughs> Look at the way brother Paul called the idols. Dumb. <laughs> Is unto these dumb idols. That guy had some mouth, man. <laughs> unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Next verse. For wherefore I give you to understand. I give you to what? Understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God called Jesus a cost. And that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. No man can say Jesus is Lord but by the Holy Ghost. It takes the work of the Holy Ghost in the heart of a man to regenerate that man. To bring that man to a place where that man sees his need for salvation. So salvation therefore is a gift of the spirit. We also said that that is God has given us his spirit. So in salvation you receive the gift of the spirit. Now we saw that that promise of the spirit was given in Ezekiel 36, 26. Ezekiel chapter 36 verse number 26. Look at the way brother Ezekiel prophesied. A new heart also will I give you and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take the stony heart away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. Next verse. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. And you shall keep my judgments and do them. Did you observe that the responsibility is on God? I will, I will, I will put my spirit within you. I will cause you to walk in my statutes. I will give you a new heart. I will take away the stony heart. I will give you a heart of flesh. It's all God doing it. Now look at Hebrews chapter 8. Let me show you something. In Hebrews chapter 8 verse 10. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 10. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days save the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts and I will be to them a God and they shall be to me a people. Next verse. Next verse. They shall not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother saying, know the Lord. For all shall know me. All shall know me. Why? I will, I will, I will, I will do this to them. And because of what I will do, it will bring them to a place where they all shall know me from the least to the greatest. Now observe, observe. They shall know me. They shall know me. All shall know me. Nobody shall teach another to know the Lord. Why? John chapter 16 verse 12. 
John chapter 16 verse 12. I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. Next verse. How be it when he the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all the truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Next verse. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. He shall show it unto you. You shall all know me. The walk of the Holy Spirit in the hearts of men. You shall all know me from the least to the greatest. Because I will be merciful. I will be merciful. So, he now tells us that it will be the work of the Holy Spirit to bring the believer to a place of revelation. A place of knowledge. He shall guide you into all the truth. That's the way it is in the original. Into all the truth. And then yesterday we established quite a number of things. And I wouldn't want to go over them all. But I'm just going to take it from where we stopped. Now we said yesterday that the highest form of revelation is the written word. The highest form of revelation is not visions and dreams, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and discerning of spirits. The highest realm of, of revelation is the written word. The written word. Look at what brother Paul said about visions and the written word. Galatians chapter 1 verse 6. <clears throat> Galatians chapter 1 verse number 6. I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. Unto another gospel. Next verse. Which is not another. But there be some that trouble you and will pervert the gospel of Christ. So if it is not Christ, it's a perversion. They will pervert the gospel of Christ. Now observe, observe. Next verse. But though we are an angel from heaven, we, including Paul, though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached. That which we have preached. For other foundation can no man lay than that which is laid. Than that which we have preached, let him be accursed anathema. Next verse. Next verse. As we said before, so say I now again. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that you have received, let him be accursed. Anathema. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. Another gospel. An angel from heaven, a vision of heaven. You died and went to heaven. And so anything that is contrary to what is written, he said, let that person be treated as anathema. Let him be cut off. That is the superiority of the written word over visions and dreams and revelations. The word of God is the highest level of revelation. Yesterday we also said that the highest form of utterance, highest form of utterance is to say that Jesus Christ is Lord by the Holy Ghost highest form of utterance and that was said from the first day you got born again why because that is the highest revelation and it comes with salvation it comes with salvation the light of the knowledge of the glory of god in the face of jesus made available to the sinner at the point of salvation so we began to look at the gifts of the spirit 
Are you still here? The gifts of the spirit. Give me that first Corinthians chapter 12 from verse 4. First Corinthians 12 verse 4. Mm -mm. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. Next verse. There are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. Next verse. There are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all and in all. Next verse. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Next verse. For to one is given by the spirit the word of wisdom. To another the word of knowledge by the same spirit. Next verse. To another faith by the same spirit. To another the gifts of healing by the same spirit. Next verse. To another the working of miracles. To another prophecy. To another discerning of spirits. To another diverse kinds of tongues. And to another the interpretation of tongues. Next verse. But all these, these word, these gifts. Work at that one and the self same spirit. Dividing to every man severally as he wills. So we now classify the gifts. First of all we said that those gifts are the endowments or the charisma. That is the abilities that were given to the believer at the point of salvation. No believer was born without abilities. No believer was born deficient. Every child of God at the point you got born again, you were born with abilities. So the gifts of the spirit are abilities that became yours when you got saved. And we said they are classified into three groups. Number one, all trans groups. Number two, revelation, you know, revelation gifts. Number three, power gifts. So we began to look at the revelation gifts and we began to examine the word, the word of knowledge. Remember, it's not the word of knowledge. It is what? A word of knowledge. It is not the word of wisdom. It is what? A word of wisdom. And then the discerning of spirits. Please, that's very important. And if you were not here yesterday, I will advise you to get the material because it will help you a great deal not to ever fall into the trap of people that do not know what they are doing. So yesterday, we began to look at the difference between the inward witness and a word of knowledge. The difference between the inward witness and that is very important. Now, we said inward witness must have a fact exposed to it. A fact exposed to it. That is, someone says something to you and you find that there is a check in your heart. So what do you do? That check is a response to that fact that the person says. And that check is the inward witness. The inward witness. Now, we also said that in the inward witness, there's no clear cut or that is, you just have an expression. Something that requires to find something out or to discover something new. So the inward witness, we began to explore. Beginning from brother Paul, Acts chapter 16, verse number 18. The lady that followed brother Paul for many days, put it up, Acts 16, 18. And this... This did she many days, but Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. The spirit came out the same hour. The word grieved there, brother Paul was grieved, is the word annoyed. 
the word annoyed. Where was he grieved? He was grieved in his spirit. He was annoyed in his spirit. So the inward witness is an emotion. That is, what he's saying is, when the lady was talking to him, he had a response of annoyance in his spirit. When the lady started talking to him, he had a response of annoyance. It's a response from your spirit about something. Look at Acts chapter 17 verse 16. Let's see brother Paul again. Acts 17 16. Now while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was teared in him. The first one was he was grieved. Now we see the spirit teared in him. When he saw the city holy given to idolatry. The spirit holy given to idolatry. That word teared means to be provoked to do something. To be provoked to do something. So brother Paul is provoked in his spirit. A fact is exposed to your spirit and that is why you have the provocation. A fact is exposed to your spirit. That is why you have the provocation. It's like somebody stands before you and is talking and is lying. Even though he's swearing with evidence, in your spirit, you have that shifty feeling. A fact is being exposed to your spirit about what he's saying that is not true. And you are irritated. Look at Acts chapter 18 verse 5. Still brother Paul. Acts 18 verse number 5. And when Silas and Timotheus were come from Macedonia, Paul was pressed. Paul was pressed in the spirit and testified to the jews that jesus was the christ so we saw provoked we saw steered we saw pressed pressed in the spirit press in the spirit is an inward witness or an experience of the spirit an experience of the spirit now notice the three things we have we have read there was no fact revealed just an impression there was no information, just an impression. Provoked, steered, pressed. Just impressions, no fact revealed. Acts 16 verse 6, brother Paul still. Acts 16 verse 6. Now, when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the regions of Galatia and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost, to preach the word in Asia. They were forbidden of the Holy Ghost. Verse 7. After they were come to Mysia, they assayed to go into Bithynia. But the Spirit suffered them not. The Spirit suffered them not. The Spirit restrained them from going. But there is no known reason. No known reason. You remember the story of my visit to Yenagua? Huh? I had the impression not to sleep. I followed the impression. Later on, I understood why the impression. I didn't know why I was not happy to sleep. I didn't know why I was not comfortable to stay. I don't have to have the fact, but I have the impression which is the inward witness. And we're looking at the difference 
between the inward witness and a word of knowledge. Alright, so that discomfort, that's an inward witness. No fact, no details, just an impression. It's not the word of knowledge or it's not a revelation. It's an inward witness. Ken Hagen calls it a hunch. A hunch, you feel that, you know, an inward witness. Look at the one that gives the distinction between the word of knowledge and an inward witness. Acts of the Apostles chapter 20 verse 22. Acts of the Apostles 2022. 20, and now behold, I go bound in the spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there. I go bound means I am compelled. That is, he has to go. I am compelled in the spirit. That feeling in the spirit. Not knowing the things that shall befall me there. Not knowing the things that shall befall me there. That's the inward witness. Few years ago, we were traveling to Mina with a friend of mine to go and preach. And they got us ADC tickets. ADC airline. You remember ADC? They got us ADC tickets. You remember my old white Mercedes Benz. The faithful Mercedes Benz. Mercedes 200. That car. That had a sticker at the back. A madman is not normal. Then under it. No, a man of vision is a madman. Then under that sticker is why be normal? That was what was on my car. Crazy days, man. Very crazy. That white Mercedes-Benz was given to me by this church. And I was among the first pastors in Aquaibom that had a Mercedes-Benz. You guys remember? Okay. Because some of you were there. All right. Now, that Mercedes-Benz traveled through Nigeria faithfully. It served this country as NYSE. Ah, that mercedes and that car never breaks down. And I had a crazy driver called Tony Okoro. His eyes are always red. Because he doesn't sleep. He can go all day, all night, all day, all night. Three, four, five days, no sleep. Once he's on the scaring, he's in his ministry. His office of calling. His eyes are always red. When you see him, he's always looking dazed. All he needs to say is, Tony, are you ready? We're going now. He never says no. <laughs> Back in those days. Alright, so, we were to go to Abmina, then Nigerian, road, Nigerian roads were fairly, were fair, you know. And then they got us these tickets, but we were uncomfortable to travel. We, we are so uncomfortable to go to Calabar and fly ADC to Abuja and drive to Mina. We kept dragging our leg until the flight left. Then we got into the car. My usual car, which was my office and everything. We hit the road with Tony Okoro and headed to Abuja. Now everybody thought we boarded ADC Airlines. Including his family in Mina. My friend's family in Mina. All over everybody thought we actually flew. We're on the road going. The plane crashes. The ADC plane crashes. We are in the road going so we are not aware. We are just having a nice time fellowshipping and gisting and traveling. 
the family of my friend have started mourning that their son died in the crash and there were no cell phones for calls. The spirit forbade us flying, allowed us traveling by road. The spirit wouldn't let us. He wouldn't let us. He forbade us. There was a restraint. You feel sometimes you almost feel like somebody's pulling you back. Sometimes the inward witness can get so strong, you almost feel like somebody's literally dragging you back. Am I communicating at all? All right, no. So that's how God protected us from crashing. Now, so your that feeling in the spirit, he says, not knowing the things that shall befall me there. That's the inward witness. I don't know the details, but I am compelled to go this way. Notice 23 now. That same Acts 20:23. Save that the Holy Ghost witness in every city saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. That is revelation. The Holy Ghost witnesses. So that's revelation. I have a fact that where I am going, there are bonds and afflictions awaiting me. So first of all, I had an inward witness and from the inward witness, I had a word of knowledge. In inward witness, no facts, only impressions. In the word of knowledge or word of wisdom, there is a fact that will be given. Fact made available. Notice, while the word of knowledge, word of wisdom, or designing of spirits are not leadings. They are not leadings. A word of knowledge is not a leading. A word of wisdom is not a leading. Designing of spirits is not a leading. They are not directions. They are just revelations. They are not directions. They are just revelations. The inward witness is a direction. Either stopping you or urging you on. Or telling you to check something. The inward witness is direction. Either restraining you or letting you go. Or telling you be careful as you are going. Check this, check that. But word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits are not directions. They are just revelations. So in the inward witness, what usually happens is the inward witness will further bring you a prompting that will lead you to a gift of revelation. The inward witness will bring you to a prompting that will lead you to a revelation. Now the revelation is to see why the spirit restrained you. The revelation is to know why. Is to understand what the spirit is trying to accomplish. So, the inward witness brings you to further prompting. Sometimes, you just sense something. I sense not to go out today. How many of you have felt that before? You wake up after praying, you sense not to go out. There are days. There is every reason why you must go out. Appointments are waiting for you. But as you are praying in the morning, suddenly it's like they tie you to your chair. 
you can't go out. Your mind is saying, look at the appointments. Your spirit is saying, not today. Now, when you follow that leading, it will bring you to further prompting that will now reveal why eventually. A word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, or the discerning of spirits. Am I teaching here? Yeah. That prompting, that impression, that impression is very critical. Stay with me. So, I have said it, the inward witness, where you are not sure, where you are not sure, you have that prompting. You have that restraint. You are not sure of what to do. Do nothing. Do nothing. You know. Mama and I few years ago decided that anytime we have that feeling, we will not take a step. Just do nothing. Even though sometimes I get restless. Until our time is going, let's do something. And then she will tell me, no, we agree that if we are not... We are not at peace. We do nothing. I say, but they are calling me and they are telling me, shh, we agreed. And then sometimes when I listen, after a while, we discover why. But sometimes, of course, like every husband. <laughs> sometimes I say, no, 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 let's just do it. Let's go by faith. Let's go by faith. Let's go by faith. Bam! The thing will hook. She say, I told you. Have you been there? No, I know I'm not as holy as you people. <laughs> it will hook. Mama will say, but, I, but we agreed. I say, yes, we agreed, but you know. You know, you know, you know. <laughs> and it always lands in trouble. Or things will not work out. Or things will get stuck. Because I ignored the prompting of the spirit to hold back. So when people are telling you, if you don't hurry now, if you don't hurry now, the opportunity will be over. Let it be over. More will come. Anything that will hurry you and rush you, don't go for it. Especially when you sense that hunch, that impression. Stop. Do nothing. Somebody say do nothing. When you have the impression and you don't know what to do. When you don't know what to do, don't do anything. The inward witness often can lead you to a word of knowledge. So the inward witness is not the word of knowledge, but the inward witness can lead you to a word of knowledge. That means sometimes the inward witness don't reveal facts. Interestingly, the inward witness is the primary way beside the written word. Is the primary way beside the written word. That means... If God is not leading you by the word, he will lead you by the spirit, by his spirit inside. That's the primary way. That's the primary way God leads his children. So don't always expect to have details. Don't always expect it. Word of knowledge comes to us by revelation. Now, the very first word of knowledge we will find is in Acts chapter 5 verse 3. The very first word of knowledge. Acts chapter 5 verse 3. A man and a wife called Ananias. Ananias. Is it Ananias or Ananias? Eh? Bible school students, help me out. Is it Ananias or Ananias? Or oh, Ananias. 
not Ananias. What's the difference between Ananias and Ananias? All of them have Ananias. <laughs> All right. So, but Peter said, Ananias. Okay, Ananias. Why has Satan filled thy heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? <laughs> to lie. Eh? <laughs> to lie to the Holy Ghost. And to keep back part of the price of the land. And to keep back part of the price of the land. So in a word of knowledge, he had the material fact. You sold the land and you kept part of it. That is a word of knowledge. The buyers didn't tell Peter. Nobody called Peter on phone to say, Ananias has sold property. Oh, this is how much has been paid to them. No information from anywhere. But Peter, upon seeing Ananias, said, Ananias, look, even though you brought a bag of money, this is not all the money. Satan has filled your heart to lie against the Holy Ghost. Now leave that side. But the important thing is that you are lying. <laughs> He had a word of knowledge. A revelation. A revelation. Do you know that? Do you, do you know that Peter didn't tell them who they sold the land to? He didn't tell them who they sold the land to when they sold the land. In a word of knowledge, you don't have all the details. You just have a fragment of information. You lied. What you have told me is not how much you sold. I don't know where you sold it. I don't know who you sold it to. I don't know when you sold it. But one thing I know is that this money you have brought is not all. That's a word of knowledge. No specific details. Just a fact. I'm teaching good here. Just a fact. He had enough material fact to detect that they were lying. So in a word of knowledge, you don't have all the facts. But you have enough facts to tell you exactly what's going on. Don't expect a word of knowledge to give you a, feel, a full picture of what's going on. You will never find that in a word of knowledge. No full picture. But sometimes just a statement or a phrase. You may say, you know, summar, a summary. And you may just say one phrase that will summarize somebody's entire life. Just a phrase. That will summarize somebody's entire life. For example, Jesus said to the woman at the well, Go call your husband. Go call your husband. She said, I have no husband. He said, You have said rightly. You have five husbands, and one of them is not your husband. The woman said, He has told me all I ever did. You didn't hear that. He has told me. So that means all her life, her major achievement was marrying five men. That is from the day she was born till the day she met Jesus. Her exploits is moving from a man to another. And there are some ladies, that's their greatest achievement. There are some ladies, that's their greatest achievement. From the day they, they went to school, all they want is a man that will take care of them. So because that is their pursuit, they have moved from one brother to another, to another, to another. And none has married them. 
And if you ask them now, what have you achieved? Seeking a husband. And I have passed by seven hands. That was this woman's achievement. I read a scripture in the Old Testament. He, he was born. He married. He had children. He died. The children were born. They married. They had children. They died. So the exploits of that family is marriage and children. What kind of life is that? He told me all I ever did. So all she ever did was marry. So some facts were just enough to point to someone's entire life. Sometimes just a phrase. Sometimes two things. Look at Acts 7.55. Let's see another word of knowledge. Acts chapter 7 verse 55. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. What he saw was a present tense fact. He saw Jesus. He saw heaven. He saw the glory. That's a word of knowledge. A word of knowledge is what has happened or what is happening. Acts 8, 26. Let's see another word of knowledge. Acts chapter 8, verse 26. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south, unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is, which is desert which is desert the angel of the lord now notice this one we don't find a material fact we don't find a material fact revealed but we have an instruction now on this one we will find out the difference later but look at that acts 8 verse 29 acts chapter 8 verse 29 then the spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. So we find fact revealed, an instruction given, and we will find out in the course of this teaching whether it's a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom. Facts are revealed, instruction given. Okay? Acts 9 verse 4, another word of knowledge. Acts 9 verse 4 to 6. And he fell to the earth and had a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Next verse. And he said, who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the bricks. Verse 6. And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what wilt thou have me do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise. And go into the city. It shall be told thee what thou must do. On the way to Damascus. I am Jesus. That's a word of knowledge. I am Jesus. That's a word of knowledge. A word of knowledge can be by vision or by inward revelation. 
by vision or by inward revelation. And we will see that later in the course of this teaching. Look at Acts chapter 9 verse 10. Acts 9, 10 to 11. And there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him said the Lord in a vision, Ananias. And he said, Behold, I am here, Lord. Next verse. And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street, which is called Straight, and inquire in the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayeth. Behold, he does what? That is a present tense, which means it is what? A word of knowledge. Behold, he prayeth. A word of knowledge. Acts chapter 10, another word of knowledge. Acts chapter 10 verse 4 to 5. If you observe the word of knowledge we are seeing in the book of Acts, none of them had details of knowledge. Just a word. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thy arms are come up for a memorial before God. Verse 5. And now, send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. Simon, whose surname is Peter. So he disclosed a fact, a man's name and the town where he stays. A man's name and the town where he stays. Look at verse 6, Acts 10 verse 6. He lodged with one Simon Etana, whose house is by the seaside. He shall tell thee what thou orders to do. That's a word of knowledge. Present tense. He lodged with Simon Etana, whose house is by the seaside. That's a word of knowledge. An information that opens up facts to him. The man's name his host, where he stays. Again, that's a vision. A man's name, his host, and where he stays. No further details. No further details. Come to Acts chapter 10 verse 9. Again, Peter's vision. Are you learning something? Acts 10 9. On the morrow, as they went on their journey and drew nigh unto the city, Peter went up onto the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. Next verse. And he became very hungry. And would have eaten, but while they made ready, he fell into a trance. Sixth hour is 3 p.m. What is a trance? He fell into a trance. The, tra the word trance is a Greek word, ecstasis. Ecstasis. E-K-S-T-A-S-I-S. Ecstasis. E-K-S-T-A-S-I-S. It simply means an amazement. An amazement. Something that stunned him. Something that surprises him. Is used seven times in the New Testament Greek for something that astonishes you. So sometimes it's used for something not spectacular, just something that surprises you. 
It means Peter was not expecting to see it. So when he saw it, he was surprised. That's a trance. Note, oftentimes revelations come to us in this light. Unexpectedly. And listen very carefully. Every one of you listen. Listen, listen. Revelations most at times comes to you when you are ministering to somebody. Most at times. When you are ministering to somebody. Revelations will open up to you. It will come in the course of ministering to other people. He fell in a trance. There was an amazement. He saw things he did not expect to see. Look at verse 19 of that same chapter. While Peter taught on the vision, the spirit said unto him, Behold, three men seek thee. Now what Peter saw here, can we classify it as a word of knowledge? Three men seek thee. Huh? Is that a word of knowledge? Okay. If you look at verse 15 of that chapter, 10, 15 Acts, and the voice spake unto him again the second time. What God has cleansed, call not, call not thou common. Now we will find out in the course of this teaching, if that's a word of knowledge or basically an exhortation. What God has cleaned, call not unclean. Whether it's a word of knowledge or we'll, we'll decipher that in the process. Now look at verse 19. Acts 10, 19. While Peter taught on the vision, the spirit said unto him, Behold, three men seek thee. Did he hear it with his physical ears or in his spirit? Huh? In his spirit. That's a word of knowledge. It wasn't something he was expecting to hear. He knew that three men were looking for him. But it wasn't something he was expecting to hear. Acts 11.28. Another one. And there stood up one of them named Agabus and signified by the spirit that there should be great dirt throughout all the world which came to pass in the days of Cladius Caesar. This is a prediction. You remember yesterday? Fort tell and foretell okay this is a prediction but it has a word of knowledge inside it has a word of knowledge so we will find out the difference between a prediction and a word of knowledge but remember a word of knowledge is not a prediction of something that will happen A word of knowledge is not a prediction of something that will happen. A word of knowledge is something that has happened or is happening right now. That's a word of knowledge. It's not a prediction. Okay? It's something happening or something that has happened. For example, a brother walked up to me trying to talk to me and I got busy. You know, I was busy. 
And he was waiting for me to talk to me. And I was busy talking to other people. I just discovered I didn't have any direction to talk to him. I was seeing him, but I was not led. In his mind, he would think I am ignoring him. I'm not ignoring you, brother. The spirit is restraining me from coming. You know what I'm talking about. He's standing there. I'm seeing him. But the spirit forbade me from going. I'm talking to everybody, but I'm not talking to him. He tries to come. Protocol stops him. The spirit stops me. So I'm busy. I talk to everybody. And by the time I'm finishing what I'm talking, I had a word of knowledge. So I turned to him and I said, you want to get married? I, I've not met him before. You want to get married? He said, yes. I said, slow down. Amen. I walked away. I don't know the lady. The spirit slowed me down to solve his problem. Sometimes people are too much in a hurry. Calm down. Men of the spirit, they don't move anyhow. There's divine protocol. Yeah. Why is he talking to everybody and ignoring me? What do you want to see me for? Solution, Abi, calm down. The spirit forbade me to come to you. It's not your time. So instead of standing and getting angry, start praying in the spirit. Because then that way you will be in a position to receive. You want to get married? Slow down. I'm through with him. He will go and find out what that is. In fact, he will not find out. <laughs> the moment I said slow down, he saw everything. He will see everything. Because he is in the situation. I am not in the situation. And the team must have been bothering him. But he is trying to just whether it, since he has promised, let him fulfill. When I say slow down, that word, that word confirmed something inside his spirit. See, I hear you. Yeah. Those are directions by the Holy Ghost. I don't know what the matter is. I don't have the details, but I know one thing. You want to marry? Nobody told me. Yes, sir. Slow down. Case closed. Thank you, Jesus. And I walked away. That was it. Whatever happened is between him and the lady. Three men seek thee. That means three men are around already. They are not coming. They are already around. Say, I hear you. I'm not hearing you at all. Say with me, I have the endowments of the Holy Spirit on my inside. I have the abilities of God. Therefore, I will live a life that is spirit-led. I didn't hear a good amen. A spirit-led life will bring you to success without struggle. A spirit-led life will bring you to victory without efforts. I came to Aquaibom many years ago. You know? And when I came to Aquaibom to preach, I discovered I could not go back. I'm talking about 1989. I came to preach a crusade. And I couldn't go back. I tried to go back. I couldn't go back. So I stayed in a quiet room and I kept preaching. I had peace. I had a release. I had a release. 
And after preaching for a year or two in a choir bomb here, unplanned, some people came from Port Harcourt and invited me to Port Harcourt to go and preach. I got to Port Harcourt and the, 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 the comfort, the convenience was more there than in Aquaibo. So I got tempted to stay in Port Harcourt and keep preaching. After all, it's the same preaching. And it's human beings. And it's the gospel. But that side, there is more convenience. The cars are better. The money is better. And the accommodation is better. So I'm enjoying myself in Port Harcourt. I'm preaching. December, we're fasting and praying in Port Harcourt. You remember, we were fasting for 12 days. And we were praying, just praying throughout and seeking God for direction. In the course of that prayer, God said to me, Port Harcourt is not the place. Aquaibom is the place. That's how I packed my load from Port Harcourt and came back to Aquaibom. And ever since then, I've been here. Somebody shout direction. Except God now gives me another direction. If God speaks to me now, you won't see me here tomorrow. It is this night. We use night bus. I'll tell mama, hey, Lele, gather together, everybody. Hey, Lele, carry your boxes. Later on, we'll come and pack other things. Quickly carry the few things you want to wear. The Lord has spoken. <laughs> Pastor Prince says, Spirit will not speak. <laughs> Hey, let's move. <laughs> but the spirit has not spoken. So I'm here. Kabadaga. There are people, if I see I'm living a quiet bomb now, they will throw a party. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. Radio broadcast continues. 11 hours every day, God punish the devil. <laughs> glory, 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 glory. We preach this gospel from the mountain to the valley. Somebody's not shouting, I hear you. I mean, so you can imagine, you can imagine if I had stayed in Port Harcourt, what is happening here and I wouldn't have been happening. All this that is happening in Aquaibom, all over the world. All of this great move of God, people being raised, disciples being equipped, men of God being raised all over the world. If I was in Portacot, it would not happen. Because I would have been out of the plan and the purpose of God. I would have been out of the plan and purpose. I would have been doing something else. Maybe I would have still been preaching, but I would have been preaching something else to a different. I would have just been out of the plan. That is why you must follow the plan of God and the purpose of God for your life. Look at brother Paul's prayer for the church at Colossians as I begin to round up. Colossians chapter 1 verse 9. <clears throat> for this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will. With what? The knowledge of his will. Where? In all wisdom and spiritual understanding. You need that knowledge of his will. To be filled with the knowledge of his will. In all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Give me the next verse. Verse 10. That ye might walk what? Worthy 
of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Being fruitful, fulfilling ministry, living out God's purpose. When you are living out the will of God and the purpose of God, you become fruitful. Fruitfulness has to do with ministry. Raising men, equipping men, raising disciples, building people, bringing men to the fullness of God. You walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. You become fruitful unto every good work. You walk worthy of the Lord. That you walk within the will of God, the plan of God, the purpose of God. That is not salvation, that is ministry. That is what? That is ministry. That is ministry. Brother Paul, pray that prayer for the church at Colossae. And that's a prayer you pray for yourself every day. He told him there's a man called Simon Peter who stays in the house of one Simon the Tanner. That's present tense. That's what? He stays by this street. And the street is by the seaside. Present tense. So the word of knowledge is given to guide us. The word of knowledge is not guidance. It's not guidance. But it is given to guide us. Because it exposes things to our mind. So we can understand things we are doing. It exposes things in our mind. So we can understand the things we are doing. So the fact given to you when ministering as word of knowledge will help you minister to that person. Because the moment the person stands before you, you know what has happened or what is happening right now. So you know exactly what to deal with. You know exactly what to deal with. Sometimes people come, they are sick, they don't know what the sickness is. A word of knowledge comes to you, liver. And as you lay hands in, the name of Jesus has speak to that liver right now. Nobody gave you liver. No medical report. But you knew it is liver related. That's a word of knowledge. And it helps you to minister to the, to the specific need. So, word of knowledge enables us to minister effectively when we minister to people are we teaching here yeah or sometimes as you stand up to minister to somebody a word of knowledge will come you're struggling right now i see you struggling right now that's a word of knowledge but you're coming out of that struggle right now the same spirit of god that opened it up is the same spirit that is solving it so the moment there's a word of knowledge, there is solution that is available to the person that word is coming. God reveals to redeem. He reveals for redemptive purpose. Sometimes you just see or know. And sometimes you just have a fact about a fellow. A fact. You just have a fact about a fellow to help you minister to that person effectively. You know? Just a fact. 
Somebody came to me some time back and was complaining of all kinds of complicated things the doctors have told the person. And if you don't do this, you don't do this. I, I just got a, 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 word of, a, word of, a word of wisdom for the person. How is your water intake? The next one week, make sure every day you finish a large bottle of Ragolis water at least. After five days, tell me what happened. That was the end. It, everything cleared. That's a word of wisdom. You don't need the complications of medical science. There is a cheap solution by the Holy Ghost. These are given for the common good of all. And if every believer will rise up to an understanding of these deposits and abilities, the whole church will be equipped. I'm teaching good here. I say the church will be equipped. I say the church will be equipped. Hallelujah. Say with me, I have abilities. I have supernatural abilities to do the works of Jesus. I didn't hear you again. I have supernatural abilities to do the works of Jesus. Greater works. Jesus has enabled me by his spirit to do the greater. I have the operation of the gifts of the spirit on my inside for the greater. I do the greater in my world. I do the greater in my generation. Greater works, greater exploits, greater impact I bring to my generation. If you stand up and shout that amen, it is happening right now. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I have these abilities to make you better, to edify you, to build you. Amen. I said amen. The gifts of the spirit are available to every child of God. They are available to you. The manifestation is given to every man. And once there's a manifestation, nothing is concealed anymore. Once you open it up, it is open. The moment you started speaking in tongues, everything was opened. You didn't hear that. The moment you started speaking in tongues, everything was opened. Because tongues was inside the package that carries all the rest. And for tongue to come out means the package was opened. That means once you start speaking in tongues, you can operate all the gifts. I don't know if I'm talking to somebody here. That's why it's called manifestation. That's why it's called manifestation. Manifestation is not in faces. Manifestation is total. Once one jumps out, all the rest jump out. That's why we call tongues the doorway to the supernatural. I'm in the first speaking tongues. If you're speaking tongues, say I talk in tongues. Say with me, I talk in tongues. Say I prophesy. I heal the sick. I raise the dead. I cleanse the lepers. I see into the spirit. I know things by the spirit. I hear things by the spirit. I discern things by the spirit. I have knowledge that is not dependent on the five senses. It's inside knowledge. By the Holy Ghost. I had the Bajokolonomos. Mangolo do Borokotona. Membroga da Golo do Bosha. Legro do Zokolo do Bosha. Let's go for a few minutes in the spirit. Lego Rodo Zokolo no Baha. Mambraga da Zokolo do Borokoto Sekele Rebaba. All the gifts of the spirit are mine. Word of knowledge is mine. Word of wisdom belongs to me. Lego Zukalana Mama. Designing of spirits belong to me. Prophecy belongs to me. Tongues and interpretation is mine. Lego Shakota Magala. Legoro do Sukalanama. Ageba Jokolanamo Sokelenamaha. Healing and working of miracles are mine. Faith is mine. 
Lekota maalosa, egele nemosa, agala na mangra, agara na gaba shokola na basaya, egeba dogoba loto begelida barakato nekalia, egebo jakaka, egebo jakaka, egebo jakaka, egebo jakaka, egebo jakaka, egebo jakaka, egebo jakaka. Go ahead and let it flow. La grodo sokoloroboya. La grodo sokoboya. Agabasote, 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 agabasote. Neko soyada. Steer up yourself. Steer it up. La grodo sheke balos. 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 La grada sokoloroboya. Le grada goso ke baragadaya. Le go somea, 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 somea. Somea, agabadode, agabadode, agabadode. Oh, zebere ketene. Oh, zebere ketene. Oh, zebere ketene. Oh, Zebereketene. Desire, desire. 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 Balogo Jokolono Mosekeline Maha. Balojokolono Mokelehine Maha. Balo jokolo no mahegeline mahada. Legro do zoko. Legro do zoko. Jajo joji anaga gogoloni. Jaja gogolene mozokeline ma. Lengra da zoko. Lengra da zemahonda. Melo kurana gelene mosaka. Deroko duze kelina. Ogoro dose kia. Jojo kolono mosata. Jojo kolono mosaka lalaba. Yenge boso telene mos. Zizu zazazazonde gele. Zazondelege, 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 anga ba chocolate bozo, ango cheke, mamra na 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 chocolate boz. Hey, stop yourself, stop the gifts of God. Oh! Lego Shekeabash! Lego Shekeabash! Lego Shekeabash! Zozo Zoziana Gagaga Sadalabash! 
Salanabas, 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 Salanabas. Lengorodosokeyanama. Just go by the spirit and minister to somebody. Take a walk by the spirit and minister to somebody right now. Makota Balata Makota Balata Oh Shakayada Give me that mic Give me that mic Moda Lede Bayotala you Jesus glory to God somebody getting edified shout a powerful amen share with us what God is speaking to I have created the atmosphere the whole land is ready and waiting Tagoba house men our heart are open because there's a stirring of the spirit healing will become a common normal among you Get ready to take territories because a new army has been raised. Get ready to invade city and community 
because the power of religion has been dethroned fear not that's right i am on you walking daily ministries are all rising inside inside men inside women now hear this there's a new face in the church a new set in the church it is no longer a business of of the old it's a new thing that's right and if you are not prepared oh god something will be left out but get ready to be among these because the chariot is already driven out say it god glory to god did you receive that wave your hands and just give him praise thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus Zakoladabaha <laughs> is a new face it's not business as usual it's not the power city you used to know uh -uh. you cannot pour new wine into old wine skin you cannot pour new wine into old wine skin otherwise it will burst and the wine will spill new wine must be put into new wine skin saith god so make up your mind to be part of the new for the old is gone make up your mind to be part of the new for the old is gone those who stay with the old will not even know what is happening so they will not be able to be part of it. You can be totally preoccupied with the old. That the new comes and go. You are still with the old. Jesus wept over Jerusalem because they didn't know the time of their visitation. The old is gone. The new is come. That word, that word, you adjust your attitude, you adjust your commitments, and you adjust your focus to be part of the new. Adjust your attitude, adjust your focus, adjust your commitments. To be part of the new. If you do not position yourself for the new. There are new that will take over the new. The old is gone. The new has come. <laughs> the old is gone. The new has come. Thank you father. Lift your hands and give him praise. And begin to declare, I'm part of the new. Begin to declare it. I am in the new. I am with the new. My attitude, my behavior, my commitment, my focus. I am among this new army. I am part of the new. I respond to divine marching orders. I respond to divine marching orders. 
I respond to divine instructions. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Bless tonight. Father, we thank you for grace and mercy and the blessing. Thank you that your word keeps coming forth with clarity. Your people continually are being positioned for the things you will have us do. We give you praise. Thank you that tonight sick bodies are healed. Whatever is not planted by God is rooted out. Your people are strategically positioned to flow with the new. Thank you for this mighty army rising all over the world. We give you praise. Oh, Katoka Baya. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. And every believer says a powerful amen. Are you blessed tonight? Can we give the Lord a praise in the house? Glory! Amen! Walk to three people, tell them I'm part of the new. I am, I'm in the new. I am in the new. The old is gone, the new has come. Hey! I'm part of the new. New wine! New wine! <laughs> new wine! Say, I drink the new wine. I got a shot all out of us. There are no nesekelene. Thank you, Father. Amen. Get a good offering. Let's give tonight as we honor Christ. We give in faith. We give with joy tonight. Those of you online, the banking leaders are scrolling. Those of you on social media, the banking leaders are also reading their television. The banking leaders are their radio audience. Mr. Michael Bush will read the banking details for you in the next few minutes. But what a joy tonight. What a blessing. I want to thank all partners and friends who continually give to this ministry to help us carry out the mandate that God has given to us, to the nations of the earth. Thank you continually. And uh, we, we wanted to know that through your givings, the gospel is getting to the people for whom Jesus died. So we appreciate and honor you as you continue to sacrificially support us to do the things we do around the world. Hallelujah. Lift up your offerings. Father, we pray in faith. We pray with joy tonight. And we thank you that our offerings are a sweet smell before you. Needs are met supernaturally. Desires are granted right now. And in the name of Jesus, we declare and decree that the blessing is upon the house. In Jesus' precious name. And every believer says a powerful amen. I'll be joining Mr. Michael Bush in the next two minutes or so. And we're not signing any of you off. So radio, TV, social media, just stay on with us. As we give our offerings and begin as a counselor in the other studio. Hallelujah. All right, hit the music. Let's do it as we give anywhere on the pulpit to drop your offerings to me.
Jesus the Son of God. Oh, we believe in you. We believe in you. Do you believe in Jesus? Wonderful name, Jesus. That's wonderful name, Jesus. That's wonderful name, Jesus. There is no other name. especially for the radio audience. And by the way, Owambe, if you are the one behind the, the set, you know, if you are the one just backstage there, thank you for covering me up today. Owambe, just once. Okay, so the account name is Power City International. There are three banks. FCMB is number one, 29, 82, 68, 20, 28. Zenith is number two, 10, 12, 36, 59, 12. And UBA is number three. 139-26-465. That's announcement number one. Calls. Looks like uh, on this edition, we're going to be playing, uh, you know, allowing you so much airplay. Uh, the telephone callers, that is. You have a huge chunk of the time, about 15 minutes on your hands to do all the calls that you want. The number to do that, of course, remains plus two, three, four. If you're doing from outside Nigeria, um, otherwise, it's 806 800 you want to send us an SMS or two, it goes to plus two, three, four. Again, if you're doing from outside Nigeria, otherwise it's 0703 691 You want to send an, S uh, an email or two, it goes all the way to askthecounselornow at gmail.com. For sponsorship, for partnership, for support, all you just need to do is call up our hotline, plus two, three, four. Again, if you're doing from outside Nigeria, otherwise it's 0803 275-6104. You want to send us an email to find out about sponsorship, about partnership, about support, all you just need to do is go to Dr. Abel Damina at yahoo.com. Dr. there, of course, is uh, D.R. My name is Michael Bush. I'm your anchor. My producer is Pastor I.J. Quere, and he has the star-studded production team. Put your hands together for us. 
Yeah, I'm just waiting for Global Mama to join us, but before he comes, let me also say that uh, just a while ago, Global Mama was here, so let's acknowledge Dr. Rachel Damina. And let me also seize the moment and uh, thank and welcome the resident pastor, Pastor Prezo Kun, complete with his dear wife, Elder Uyime. And now, the main man, asset man, our father, Global Baba, Dr. Abel Damina. The Intercontinental, Mr. Bush. Global Baba, so nice so to see you. So good to have you here this evening. Yes, Global Baba, it's better for me. It's very wow. nice to be here. Wow. We'll just wow. get it underway in a moment. That's um, right. The ritualistic open prayer. Let's pray together. Father, we rejoice that tonight we have access into everything that pertains to life and godliness thank you that your word is thriving and our land is opening up to the gospel like never before Amen. men and women are coming to the knowledge of the truth spiritual blindness is giving way to the truth of the gospel so we pray that the word continues to prevail in this land religion collapsing totally like a pack of cards and the message of christ triumphing all over in the hearts of men we pray for aquaibom thank you for the governor thank you for his cabinet we decree that this land continues to enjoy the peace and the blessing of God. Thank you, Lord, that your word is going through the nations. Men are raised, disciples are equipped, and we decree that the gospel continues to find expression all over the nations of the earth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Please, can we please put our hands together, even as we launch this edition of the program. Okay, Global Baba we spent last night in... Abuja, Nigeria, so that's where we're going to be starting this edition of the program. I greet you. I'm Emmanuel Dadiop Dong. I watched one of your videos, and that made me so impressed. The teaching is so good. It was about Jesus that a lady asked in church um, that must everyone believe in Jesus before having salvation. I never knew there was a church in Nigeria that can teach about salvation and break it down to the understanding of everyone the way Power City International does. May God bless you, sir. Thank you. Thank you for writing. Okay, from there we're moving to something anonymous. Says, hello, Global Baba. I would love to know if it is right for a teenager to have a boyfriend that's a lover and if that teenager will go to or we'll go to hell or we'll miss heaven uh, in the process. Thank you, Global Baba. Well, you said teenager. A teenager has no business looking for a lover. A teenager has a business looking for life. Looking for what do I want to do with life? Where do I want to go in life? What do I want to accomplish in life? What are the skills I need to develop? What kind of schools do I need to go to? What kind of life do I want to have? What kind of career am I looking for? Not lover. Lover is not even, should not even be mentioned close to a teenager. And if you're one and that's what you're thinking about, the devil is trying to destroy and render your life very useless. So you better discard those thoughts and begin to think about making meaningful, I mean making a meaning out of your life. It's up past the hour uh, in Uyo, Nigeria. This is where this program is emanating from. And that's at number 98 Wangiba Road in the heart of the town called Rio, in a city called, uh, in a state called Akwaibom, in a country called Nigeria, of course, on the continent called Africa. And I'm going to be taking my last entry from Abuja, Nigeria, where we spent last night. This one's still anonymous. 
Spiritual father, global barber, is who? Is it a pastor or God himself? The Bible says he's father of the spirits in Hebrews 12, 9. And Paul called Timothy his son, 2 Timothy 1, 2. And he also called him our brother, 1 Thessalonians 3, 2. And also Hebrews 13, 23 says our brother Timothy has been released from prison. The message of Christ is about us being the sons of God, global barber, but also of God as our father. If we have pastors as our spiritual fathers, does that mean God is not a spiritual father? Well, I think you just need further teaching. You are knowledge deficient. So what you do is just calm down a little more. You will understand all of that. God is our father, but as a father, he has given us under fathers. Fathers who watch over us. So what's the meaning of the word father? Is the word pata. Pata means source. Pata means a source or a nourisher or somebody who feeds you. So if somebody is feeding you and somebody is nourishing you, that's your father. So a spiritual father is one who builds doctrine into you and brings ministry out of you. A spiritual father is one who nourishes you spiritually and is responsible for your doctrinal persuasion. Just like Jesus is the shepherd of our souls. But yet he gave us pastors to shepherd us. That's the way it is. Bless you and thank you for writing. From, from Abuja, we're flying straight to Uyo. Even as we do that, I need to tell producer that we're ready for calls. The 15-minute uh, window for calls on this edition of the program opens now. But to you next, hello, Global Baba. Please, I need you to pray for me. I follow your program on radio, and I want to say that you're truly a blessing for bringing us the light and knowledge of Christ. I'm sincerely grateful. I've been expecting a life turnaround as a teacher in a school for too long. We'll pray at the end of the program. At the end of the broadcast. We'll pray okay. For you. So we can begin our trip around Africa now, straight from Uyo. We're going international, flying to Cameroon next. Hello, Global Baba. I'm Caleb. I arrived from Cameroon. Thanks for the great teaching, sir. I appreciate you, sir. Global Baba, there are people who begin to live anyhow when they find out about their eternal salvation. I've met such people, Christians. So, Global Baba, how do you balance it so that people don't run into error? Thank you. It doesn't need balance. Eternal salvation is balanced already. So you don't balance what is balanced. What you're asking me is, how do you attach law to what Christ has done? It doesn't work. If you can't trust Christ, and if Christ cannot secure his people, nobody else can do it. If you can't trust the Holy Spirit to do the work, nobody can do it better. So when we preach the gospel, we preach it in its truth and it's in, in its sincerity. The truth sets men free. Within the truth of the gospel is the ability to keep God's people. And to enable God's people to walk in the light of that truth. So you don't balance it. You just preach it the way it is. And trust God who is the owner of salvation. To keep his salvation and keep his people. Thank you. Well. Yeah, I needed just to tell us just a little bit about geography. That Cameroon is um, neither in West Africa nor in Central Africa. Cameroon is just on the crossroads. So I'm, but I'm leaving Cameroon. Now I'm heading to West Africa where we have Liberia. You are blessed, Global Baba. I take this time to appreciate you for teaching believers in Christ to discover their true identity in Christ Jesus. Sir, I really need to be taught by you because every time I listen to your teaching, I find deliverance and growth in Christ. I live in Gunter's City, Nimba County, Republic of Liberia. Thank you so much for consideration. Stay blessed always. Bobby Smith, live from Liberia. Well, Bobby Smith, you will get a mail from our office, you know, and uh, we'll see how we can help you disciple you and bring more truths to you from the gospel another another african another uh, west african country my producer is trying to confuse me to do this so let me do it for him 
you know, um, yes, multitasking intercontinental Michael Bush. Okay, so Ghana, next. Hello, Global Baba, the intercontinental Mr. Bush. I'm Samuel Agay, right from Ghana. Global Baba, you said the Spirit of the Lord does not give details in terms of revelation. Global Baba, please, what about us? 9, 10 to 12, which was a detailed revelation. Thank you, Global Baba, and the intercontinental Mr. Bush. Well, again, Acts chapter 9 has to do with the conversion of Brother Saul. There were no details. They were just facts, a few, one or two facts to help get the, the, the message across. There were no details. Details has to do with everything, you know, full picture. The Spirit of God doesn't give a full picture. That's why it's called a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom or, you know, um, uh, discerning of spirits. It's never full. It's never complete. Once somebody starts giving you complete details, you need to find out where the Spirit is coming from. We're zooming out of uh, West Africa. We're heading eastwards to Rwanda. Next, first door, our first caller. Hello. Hello. Many thanks for joining us. Where are you calling from? Okay. Good evening. Good evening, Intercontinental. You're welcome. My name is Ima Ezi. I'm calling from Uyo. Okay, go ahead. Good evening, Global Baba. Evening. Bless you. Welcome to the broadcast. Thank you so much, Papa. That word was heavy. Um, I know I was not part of the old, but I'm very proud to be in the new right now. Praise God. So I'm so proud for all these messages. Your, your, your messages have really changed my mindset. I'm a new person right now. Praise. The way I used to think is quite different from what I, how I think now. So, uh, Papa. Yes. I think there's something I want to clear because right now my brother is listening as well. There is difference between, concerning the question, the first question they ask, there's a very big difference between a believer, an unbeliever, and a sinner. A sinner is one who has not heard the gospel and still operating under the nature of Adam. True. And an unbeliever is one who has heard the gospel but decided not to believe the gospel. True. And a believer is one who have heard the gospel and accepted the gospel, believed the gospel, and has received the life of God, which is the spirit of God in him. Okay. Sure. So when, when I, because we were going to somewhere and uh, we saw some guys, they say about two of them, like two years ago, they stole phones and they, they said those guys are blues, uh, jungle justice now. Yeah. So my brother was like, ha, these people just ended their life like this. So how can he, he knew that one of the guys, that the guy is a Christian, he's a very good person, and now this guy will just go to hell like this. So I tried to explain to him that those people that got those guys burnt up now, some of them might still be unbelievers. And this guy who is a believer, who got born in this process, can get to heaven. Why these people that, some of those people that got them, that, that burnt them, will not even get close to heaven unless they believe the gospel. So my brother was like, ah, even if he's a believer, for the fact that he stole phone, that he's going to hell straight. And I said, no, don't worry. Listen to this message this evening. I will call Papa and Papa will break it down. Because once you have the spirit of God, it means you have the life of God. And the life of Christ is forever. It can never die. So once a believer have the only thing you, you just succeeded in doing, I read 1 Corinthians 3, 14, I mean 13, 14, 15 to him. The only thing you suffer, you suffer or you lose reward, but you are also safe. 
So a believer that decided to live wrongly, you you just you live a useless life. Your life will not get to where you are supposed to get to. So some people think when you say when when you are a believer and you say you will live forever, as in they think you're living a reckless life. Living a moral life does not mean you're making God happier. If you live a moral life, it's for your own good because you live a healthy life. So people don't understand it that way. I want you to like put more light so that he will understand that even no, if Baba, what that more light does he want? You have already put the light. <laughs> he has finished the matter. You have, you have put the light. You have preached full. That's very good. Very yes, sound. Sir. Very no. sound. People don't know that there are repercussions. There are consequences on earth. You know, uh, you put your finger in fire, the fire will burn you whether you're a Christian or not a Christian. Even if you speak in tongues and you put your finger in fire, it will burn you. There are causes and effects on earth. So when people do things that are not right, there are causes and effects. It's not because you're a child of God. The only condition on which a man will not go to heaven is in rejecting Christ. Once a man believes the gospel and receives Christ, he receives eternal life. And eternal life is eternal. Morality does not save. Only Jesus saves. Global Baba. The Intercontinental. Let's go now to Rwanda. And greetings, Dr. Damina. Greetings, Mr. Bush. Thank you, sir, for all the labor in serving us the word of grace in its purest form possible. Global Baba, I'm getting edified every time I tune in. And the more I learn, the more questions I have. The more I know, the more I want to know. I'm Okonwiche. I'm a Cameroonian. I write from Kigali, Rwanda. I have a question on speaking in tongues, the case in Arts 2. In verse 4, all of them began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Reading down verses 5 to 11, the people who came from different areas, including visitors, heard them speaking in their native languages. Verse 8, in our own tongues. Verse 11, what was spoken was heard clearly in the people's languages, Baba. How is this art's true experience different from the other tongues spoken when we pray and no one understands what is said? Question 2, I need understanding in praying with Psalms. Is this an acceptable New Testament practice? Thank you, sir, for bringing clarity to this. God bless you, sir. Global Baba, before I take your answers, this next caller. Hello. Yeah, you're here. Okay, hello. Yes, welcome to the program. Just speak up your voice a little. Your name, where you calling from? Good evening, sir. Yeah, welcome. Your name, where you calling from? My name is Monkong. Okay, go I'm ahead. Calling from, I'm calling from Grand River State. Okay, go ahead. Sir, please, can you help me explain Leviticus chapter, chapter 19, verse, verse 29. Okay, why do you need that explanation? Why do you need Leviticus? Do you know Jesus? Because you should be looking for Jesus, not Leviticus 19. He's gone. Okay, so okay, so global. Let's get back to winning ways. Um, I, I'm sure the the word has gone round. Um, global Bible said the other day didn't just come on the program. And just giving and, us um, scripture. You know, we are not, not doing, doing Bible, Bible quiz. quiz. Yeah, we are not sure. doing quiz. We are explaining Christ to mm. you. You know. Yeah. So the the first question was uh, what uh, happened in Acts chapter two? two. Well, again, you don't explain the book of Acts by the book of Acts. The book of Acts is a journalistic eyewitness account of what people saw. The only way to explain that will be the epistles. The epistles explains the gospels and explains the Old Testament. So on the day of Pentecost, there are some things you need to ask yourself. Was it a United Nations Congress? It was not. 
Pentecost is a feast of Jewish people. The people that came from Arabia and other people are Jews in diaspora. And they came back to Jerusalem. And this only one language was spoken, which is the Jewish language. So when the tongues were spoken, the people spoke in tongues interpreted. And when it was interpreted, it was interpreted for the Jews to hear it. But it was interpreted by the people who spoke. It's not like they were native languages. It was just one language. And that is why when Peter stood up to speak, he spoke one language. There was no interpreter. Because First Corinthians tells us, He that speaks in tongues, speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him. How be it in the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. I hope that helps you. The second question. The second question was about um, whether it's an acceptable practice to pray with Psalms. Well, you don't pray the Psalms because the Psalms are actually prophecies concerning Christ. And those prophecies have been fulfilled. And even if you're going to pray the Psalms, you have to pray them, you know, with understanding. So they have to be explained. The Old Testament, including the Psalms, have to be explained. So why do you want to pray Psalms? When you have the prayers in Ephesians, Colossians, Philippians, there are many prayers in the New Testament for a child of God. You should go for those ones. Okay, from the eastern side of the continent, that's from Rwanda, we're going um, southwards, we're going to South Africa, first door. Caller number three. Hello. Good evening, sir. Many thanks for joining us. Where are you calling from? Please, sir, my name is Ezekiel. I'm calling from you. Please, I want to ask the Lord about a question. Okay. Please, sir, uh, I always see myself in a dream, speaking in tongues and prophesying, healing and doing miracles. But I find it difficult to do this. In the reality. So I want to ask you to give me clarity on how to work out for those things to, to manifest in my life. How to work it out? How to work it out is come to Power City on Sunday morning. Come to Power City on Sunday morning. That's the direction. When you come to Power City on Sunday morning, either first service by 7.30 or second service by 10.30, ask for Dr. Gabriel. Ask for Dr. Gabriel. Tell him you are the man who used to dream and speak in tongues and prophesy. And you came so that we can show you how to speak it physically and prophesy physically. We're waiting for you. God bless you. Producer, it's just um, confusing me. I don't seem to understand. <laughs> no, both of you are communicating. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't seem to understand anything of what he wants me to do. But okay, let's go to the southern part of the continent, you know. When he gives me some shame, I return some to him. Okay, so, hello, Global Baba. I'm Dinesh Ntiwane. I arrived from South Africa. I'm in Malilane. It's been four years, Global Baba, following your teachings. And from your teachings, my faith has become effective. I loved today's message especially, and I bless the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I love to share every message with others. But people in my area mostly disagree with me and don't um, teach Christ-centered message. What can I do that I may defend this gospel and that a campus be launched in my area? But there are people who are interested in your teaching, but as a growing young man, I need your help. Long left, the Christocentric family. God bless you. What you need is you need to be discipled. You need to be trained. So what we'll do is this mail. Pastor Matthew is right here. Pastor Matthew will grab this mail tonight and respond to you and get you on our academy, our leadership uh, training academy, pastoral academy, and also where we equip you as a disciple. 
All right, so we take you through all of that, and then you become a workman that needs not to be ashamed, able to do the work of ministry in your community. Bless you for writing in. Let's stay on from that part of South Africa. Let's go to Cape Town next. I'm Didi. I reside in Cape Town, South Africa, Global Baba. Hello, Global Baba and Mr. Bush. Global Baba, I need you to pray for me concerning my case in court tomorrow. I've been charged for attempted murder by the police. This case has been in court, Guru Baba since January last year. The police accused me of trying to run over them after they shot at my car and took a huge amount of money from the car. The case has been in court for one year now and counting. Wow. Well, Father, we ask for your mercy and intervention on that case, and we declare that your son is released in Jesus' name. Amen. But we, we didn't even waste time to do that prayer. Yes. And, uh, okay, so I'm staying on the central, in the southern part of Africa, this time to Botswana. I'm, I hope you know, the person from Botswana is called Motswana. Motswana. M, you just replace the B with M. So a Motswana has written from Botswana. Okay. I thought you should put your hands together rhyme, for me. Yeah. That's, that's some, some rhyme. That's absolutely. That's some And that's some education too. That's some education You know, coming on the too. program. That's and where, and where they, there are many people, like saying Nigerians, so rather than say uh, Motswanas, in, in, um, in Botswana you say a Bats, uh, Botswana. So in, when they are okay. plural. Okay. 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 So let's go. Heavenly Global Baba. Can a prophecy be given without a time frame? And can a single, that is a similar prophecy, be given by more than five people saying it is happening very soon and still more than five years? It has not come to pass. Please help and give scriptural references. Thank you. Kemogese Gopolan in Botswana. First door, another caller. Caller number four. Hello. Hello, sir. Many thanks for joining Good us. Evening, Where are you calling from? Yes. Good evening, sir. I'm calling from Jalingo. I'm calling from Jalingo. Go in ahead. Karabate. Yes, go ahead. Your name. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Good evening, Global Baba. Evening. Bless you from Jalingo. Yes, I'm really blessed. I've been following you for about two, three years now. And I bless God for your life and for the messages that God has used you to impact upon me. Yes, sir. And also, sir, my major question is, concerning ministerial clarity. Actually, I came to Jalingo from Kano to start up a non-denominational ministry. But uh, I have a little challenge. And the challenge is packing. Because I joined the ministry and God is using me wonderfully there. And I've met the senior pastor of the ministry and I told him what really brought me to Jalingo. And he understood his need. He has even prayed for me, releasing me to go. But I have not gone because I've been having it on my mind. I don't know what other people would think. Because someone like me living that ministry, after what God has used me to do by his grace, I don't know if this will start the ministry. And even presently, they booked me to organize a crusade in a, in a Yola. So I need a counseling, sir, on what to do. All right. I think we need to ask you further questions. So what you will do for us is if you can call immediately after the broadcast so we can speak to you, you know, a little more detailed so we can ask you some questions and then counsel you. 
That would be better for us. God bless you. Okay, Joe, but I thought there was a question that I asked before we went on that. Yeah, there was a question you asked, and I'm trying to put my mind back to that question. Was that from Botswana? Yes. Okay, about um, prophecies happening. Oh, time. Okay. It, yes. it, now is the time. time now is a, it will happen yes, soon. Sure. It will happen soon. Sure. Five people. And it has not happened. Well, again, when you hear that Jesus is coming soon. Global Baba. So that should help you to have an understanding. <laughs> so what do you do? Stay in faith. Hold on to the prophecy. Believe God. Keep speaking positive, And it will happen soon. Global Baba. Yes. So the soon of God may not be our own soon. No, 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 no. Not at all. Okay, so let's um, get out of Africa. We're flying straight to Asia and India. Here we come. Hello, man of God, please. I wanted to know something. There are many people around the world who testify that they died and went to heaven and hell by God's grace and came back. They say that they saw God and he sent them back with a divine mission. I want to ask, is it true? Because the Bible says God does not show favoritism. Acts 10, 34, Galatians 2, 6, and also in John 14, 15 to 24. Jesus replied to Judas that the only way to receive his revelation is to love him first. So I want to ask again, what about Paul? Did he love God before receiving the revelation of Jesus? In our turn, Global Baba Cornelius and his family were devout and God-fearing. And God sent his angels in his house because they were in love with God. So, Global Baba, can you please throw more light on this so that I can learn? Well, different ways. God will reach you through different ways. Diverse manners, sundry manners, diverse times. God spoke to the fathers. God will always come through different ways. It doesn't have to be the same way, but at the end of the day, the ultimate end of it is salvation. Paul got saved. Cornelius brought the gospel to the Gentiles. All of those were different ways God reached out to people at different times to bring them ultimately to his salvation plan. From India, still in Asia, to Japan, still in Asia. Okay, another anonymous entry. Hello, Global Band, Intercontinental Michael Bush. My producer wants me to point you there and take this caller. Hello. Hello. Okay. We are here together. We're waiting for you. Your name, where you're calling from? Hello. Good evening, sir. Welcome to the program. Global Baba. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Welcome to the broadcast. Uh, my name is Peter. I'm calling from Indonesia. Okay. Okay, sir. Um, I'm watching the one of this big church in Nigeria. So one Sunday, one of our pastor was preaching. So he said something about the uh, water baptism that uh, if you are not baptized and you can't you can't be born again without being baptized, that Jesus says that you must be baptized by water. That if you are not baptized with water and you die, you go to hell. Holy Jesus can sing. Hallelujah. Holy Jesus can sing. Hallelujah. Water baptism cannot save you. Olive oil cannot save you. Hallelujah. Holy Jesus. Oh. So that's the answer. Yes. Global Baba. Okay. <laughs> okay, so let, let me continue. Because of time and lack of it, we just have under five minutes to say our bye-byes. So I continue with this entry from um, Japan. I want to remain anonymous, Global Baba. I used to smoke cigarette, drink alcohol, and sometimes stagger. 
That was before I knew the true gospel of Jesus Christ. But ever since I quit, and God born again by the Spirit, Global Baba, I've been having strange feelings. That is, my body is not the way it used to be, Global Baba. I've been praying in the Spirit. I follow your teachings, but I still experience those feelings. What could be the reason? Things I am born of the Spirit, what should I do, Global Baba? I think it's what they call withdrawal syndrome. So what you need to do is you need somebody who will be your accountability system. Somebody who has knowledge, somebody who will always counsel with you, talk with you through, pray with you, encourage you, and walk you through until all those feelings disappear. It's, it's withdrawal syndrome. And you need an accountability system. So you need to find somebody, a pastor, a man of God. And if you can't find one, send us another meal. And we will get a brother in church here to hold you accountable and help you through the process. Bless you. From Japan in Asia, we're flying straight quickly, quickly to the United States of America. We'll go to Connecticut. And this one is a beautiful love letter. Oh, my sweet and wonderful father. This is your favorite daughter, Susie Mountains. To think that three years ago I was in the school of the unlearned. Fast forward to today, knowledge has enveloped me, Global Baba. I'm swimming in a pignosis coupled with the love of God. I just love the body of Christ and I'm always eager to help in whatever way I can. Global Baba, I can now answer people's questions about my father, Abba. Wow. So this is what spiritual growth feels like, Global Baba. Wow, I'm loving my life as a believer because it's not just about me but the family of God. My dear Global Baba, I don't know how you do it, but the way you teach precept upon precept is just fantastic and mind-blowing. Sometimes I sit and ask myself, how does he do it so perfectly? I smile every time I think of how you've blessed me. I have the joy of salvation. I can confidently say, I know Abba Father. Global Baba, I know God 100%, no more guessing game. Now I can also teach people Christ as you have taught and keep teaching me. My Global Baba, I follow you as you follow Christ, and I know you are following Christ for life, so I would follow you for life. Thank you so much, Global Baba. Nothing I do or say can ever compare or measure up to how much you have blessed me in word and in doctrine, which is everything. I love you so much, my father. Dear Mr. Intercontinental Michael Bush, I appreciate you for your tenacity in helping Global Baba with the segment, Ask the Counselor. They couldn't have been a better person for this position. I love your reactions on air. We keep praying for you so you are strengthened to do this and be available when my father needs you. Love. Susie Mountains from Connecticut, United States of America. Wow, that's a good one from Susie. Good one. Good one, Global. Very but we good. need to go. Thank Glo you, Susie. Global, we need to go. Father, we pray yes. for people in need that their needs are met supernaturally. Sick bodies are healed. Barriers are totally broken. And we declare the gospel continues to thrive and hearts of men are open to Christ more than ever before. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we need to go. My name is Michael Bush. My producer is Pastor IJ Query. Joins me complete with the production team. Just as we bring on Global Barber to take us home. Dr. Abel Damina. The Intercontinental Mr. Bush. Oh my goodness. What a day. What a day. What a day. Remember Sunday morning. We have two services. 7.30 a.m. first service. The doors are open. And 10.30 a.m. second service. You want to come and get some good word. You don't want to miss Sunday service. Everybody in Aquarius. Bomb. All roads lead to 98 Waniba Road, Uyo, Akwaibom State. Also remember tomorrow we'll be live again at 6 p.m. GMT plus one on Comfort FM and all platforms. Don't forget tonight we're on Inspiration 9 to 10, 10 to 12, Heritage tomorrow morning, 5.45 a.m. XLFM. And tomorrow morning, 11 to 1, Radio Akwaibom 1 to 3. Uh, XLFM 3 to 5, Passion FM, yeah, Passion FM, and in the evening we are back at 6 p.m. tomorrow on all platforms. We look forward to having everybody in the service, and until then, enjoy the grace of Christ and be blessed. Goodbye from Uyo, Nigeria. Amen. Glory to God.